This is Father Jared Kramer from St. John's Episcopal Church in Grand Haven, Michigan, here with today's edition of Christian Mythbusters, a regular segment I offer to counter some common misconceptions about the Christian faith. Now that the Electoral College has voted, it is finally clear to almost everyone that we are in the lame duck presidency of Donald J. Trump while we await the inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden. The final weeks of a lame duck president are always filled with final actions taken without regard for political ramifications as there are now no more elections to be won or lost. One of the most troubling, though, and frankly precedent-breaking lame duck actions of President Trump has been his approach to the death penalty. Before the Trump administration, the federal government had not executed someone since 2003, nearly 20 years ago. In 2019, Attorney General William Barr announced a new execution protocol and dates for five executions of death row prisoners. After some legal back and forth, the federal government executed Daniel Lewis Lee on July 14, 2020. And in these past five months, the administration has had ten people put to death with three more planned before President Trump leaves office. Just so you know, the last time an outgoing president did anything remotely similar to this was over a century ago in 1889 when President Grover Cleveland ordered three executions during his lame duck weeks. Since we've yet to hear an outcry of opposition to these killings by this lame duck administration, at least not among Trump's white Christian base, I think this is a good week to break the myth of what Christians really do believe, and really should believe, when it comes to the death penalty. In the most recent polls, only 55% of our country supports its use and 43% oppose it. And while support in the U.S. goes down slowly, the actual use of the death penalty has been increasingly disappearing around the globe. As of 2019, only 20 countries were known to have executed people, only 9 of those countries executing more than 10 people. What countries make that list, you might ask? In order of how many executions they have had, the list is China, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Egypt, the United States, Pakistan, Somalia, and South Sudan. Yep, that's right. We rank sixth in the world for killing our own citizens. And look at the countries on that top ten list with us. Yikes. Increasingly, Christian traditions around our country have become more vocal in their opposition to the death penalty. Historically, pacifist groups like Quakers have opposed it for years. They're now joined by the United Methodist Church, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, and my own Anglican Communion, represented by the Episcopal Church in the U.S., whose Lambeth Conference of Bishops wrote in 1988, This conference urges the church to speak out against all governments who practice capital punishment and encourages them to find alternative ways of sentencing offenders so that the divine dignity of every human being is respected and yet justice is pursued. Other groups, like the Southern Baptist Convention, continue to support what they call the fair and equitable use of capital punishment. Even traditions like the Southern Baptist Convention that support a fair and equitable use of capital punishment still insist it should not be used for revenge, which is unfortunately how many Christians think of it. But killing one person does not heal the wound from the death of another. Or you might think that we should have it for a deterrent, but in 2012, the National Research Council of the National Academies released a review of more than three decades of research which concluded that claims that the death penalty functions as a deterrent are fundamentally flawed. Another study in 2018 found that murder rates actually decline once countries abolish the death penalty. And similar studies continue to proliferate. 
It doesn't even make sense from a basic economic standpoint as the cost of administering the death penalty is actually far more the cost of lifelong incarceration. But most importantly for Christians, the death penalty takes away a reality that is fundamental to our faith, the opportunity for penitence and forgiveness. It's time for Christians of all political stripes to stand up and oppose the rampant killing this administration is engaged in. It is time for our nation to join other developed nations in abolishing the death penalty. It is time that all Christians take seriously the call of Christ and seek to change our society so that we are not a society that kills those most wounded or wicked among us, but that instead we find ways to encourage change, healing, or, when all else fails, secure imprisonment. Thanks for being with me. To find out more about my parish, you can go to sjegh.com. Until next time, remember, protest like Jesus, love recklessly, and live your faith out in a community that accepts you, but also challenges you to be better tomorrow than you are today.